0: And when I looked closer, there was a a Sasquatch face on the other side, and it was looking right back in at us.
1: Staring back at me is a silhouette of a very, very giant monkey. An intriguing discovery is being investigated in a community east of Seattle. Someone came across a lengthy trail of extremely large footprints.
0: They are up there.
1: Welcome everyone. You've tuned into the Nicola Valley Bigfoot podcast, a place where your encounters are told. To share your encounter and to be on the show, email me at nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
0: from the Canadian East Coast out in Nova Scotia. I'm from the mainland um, and I've been experiencing these odd situations and paranormal activity kind of things since I was little. Uh, I used to hear these sounds and sm- these awful smells from, I don't even know, ever since I can remember. I grew up in a small town. Uh, My father was a hunter. He raised me to know the sounds and the smells of the wildlife that was in the area. So we really only had anything from like bears to coyotes, owls, foxes. We even had skunks, raccoons, and I once got chased by a porcupine. Um, So I'm very familiar with all of that kind of thing. Oh yeah, I I grew up in This small town with my father, a hunter. Um, I was raised to understand the wildlife. You know, you spot uh, an aggressive animal such as a coyote or a bear, you make yourself look big, make lots of noise, and you slowly back away. I was always raised to understand and respect the wildlife out there, and I always loved spending time out there. Um, But by the time I really reached the age of 10 and older I found I would hear these these sounds these awful guttural just really harsh it almost sounded like a howl but it not quite a lot of the times it would remind me of um almost like a hyena laugh it was just really it just chilled you to the bone because it's not something you would hear from any of the natural wildlife so i figured it's probably just some of the neighborhood kids out cuz we lived about 10 minutes away from the neighbors but like a 10 minute walk but we would always be out and about with the other kids um and times i would go to bed i would I always left my window open because during the summer, things get hot. We try to cool things down naturally, leaving the window open. But it would scare me to death, and I'd close that window. The second I'd smell something coming in, the smells were always these awful, rotten, just putrid, smelled like something just sitting there decaying. And I just never really understood what it was. Anytime I would mention it to my mother, um, she would always tell me that it was just... Oh, you know, the raccoons or the skunk or just something out getting into the garbage or just simple things like that. And there were always, like, you knew that that was not the case, but you just chose to believe it because if you didn't, what else were you to believe? Um, But I would always experience those types of things, but the biggest one for me was my family, we had some close friends and they had a cottage out kinda in the middle of nowhere, like even further out than our little town was and there's a a couple of cottages right in this small area, but um, I remember one night I had decided to go see if there was any of my friends hanging around, of course there wasn't, I was the oldest one there I was about 14 at this time I think, or may have been a bit older, Um, and I remember they had left, the adults had left me to babysit some of the kids that were there, so one of them being my younger brother and my family friend's two children, and for whatever reason, they always bring a charged tablet, and they had the kids watching a movie. So I was just sitting there reading a book, waiting for them to come home late at night, and you'd hear these sounds out in the in the driveway, dra- gravel driveway, and it sounds like there's somebody walking down, and sitting there, and I'm like, okay, well, go check, peek out the door, and right as I reach the door, I crack open the door, and there's that awful stench, hit me out of nowhere. I remember, it just, I don't think I'll ever be able to forget that awful smell, it's just right, like, it's in your nose, and you can't get rid of it, and I'm there, and I'm looking out the, I look out the door, and there's nothing there. I didn't see anything. I could still smell that awful stench, but there was no one there. I had assumed it would be one of the adults, so I just was a little freaked out, so I slammed the door shut and locked the door and closed up the windows and stuff because, well, if you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't know what's going on. And uh, that was it for a few hours, and then everybody finally decided to come back around. And, well, we were getting ready. We pair up. We would pair up to go out to the outhouse right when we're going to bed. And, of course, me and one of the family friends, we were the last ones to go out there. You know, you go out there, get what you need done, done. And you wait for the other person. And as I'm sitting there, out of nowhere, I look up and there's this big, massively tall, lanky, thin creature. And I don't know what it was. It chilled me to the bone. I I feel like time stopped when I saw it. I could s- that awful smell, and you could tell it was coming from the creature. It looked very canine. Um, I'd say it kind of had like almost like pointed ears, but it was it was so dark it was hard to really see what was going on. It was I want to say it was probably about six feet tall, maybe even taller. Next thing you know, it's up on its back two legs. I don't really know what's going on. I, Kind of freaked out a little bit, but then suddenly I heard the the latch from the, the outhouse. My friend's coming out, and I turned to because she grabbed my attention, and I she saw my face looking right pale, and I turned to look back, and the thing's gone. No idea where it went, and we went back and went inside, and you know everything locks up, and nobody believed that I saw something out there. They told me it was probably just a coyote or something. I'm like, I don't think a coyote's six feet tall now, but whatever it was it was it was there, and I know it was there, and they told me in the morning that they had been hearing these sounds outside and i I knew exactly what they were talking about. It was those awful like howling and screeching and just and they were telling me they were hearing those things, and it sounded like a really messed up coyotes what they were saying, they didn't know what else it could be. And of course, my father being there, being a hunter, and his friend also being a hunter, they they passed it off as just one of the bears catching a rabbit or something. You know, the rabbit's cry sounds almost the same as a human's cry when it's dying. Yeah. And uh, that's what they blamed it on. And I didn't believe them that whole time. But uh, Did... there's a few more years passed by. Before we and, move on, uh, though,
1: before we move on from from that though, I want to yeah. ask: Did did this creature acknowledge you in any way? Did it look at you? Did it make any? It looked right it? at me. And
0: it looked me like we locked eyes. Oh wow!
1: And, and I was wondering was, if you could like, could you make out any of the details on on it? Like like it's any facial features, anything like that? Like what color his eyes it, were, it, or or was it too dark?
0: It was very dark. It was either dark skinned or it had a light layer of fur. It was extremely thin, lanky, it looked like it was very malnourished. I. It looked very canine-like, so its face looked... It was, it was very dark, so what I could make out... It had a slightly elongated face. It looked very... Like, just wrong. You could tell like, it looked human, but it, it just... It was wrong. It's got the, it had those pointed ears. They were almost like raised to the top of its head. It may not have even been ears. It just, that's what it it looked like to me. I was also, I was quite young and I was terrified. So I don't know what else it would have been. I mean, um, but it, it round its mouth was quite wet and shiny and I could catch some of the light reflecting off of it. And it had these, these eyes that were these almost orange like a golden orange color it's like cat's eyes reflecting in the night and you see that reflective look it was similar to that but it wasn't quite it was almost like they were producing the light.
1: wow wow holy smokes that would have been terrifying i can't imagine you know even myself at 14 years old being being able to really process exactly what it is i'm looking at How, how long did it take for you to kind of Uh, figure out okay that that's not natural and and, you know how long did it take you to kind of get get to that point beyond you know past the I think the
0: whole encounter lasted maybe five seconds if that it was not very long at all but I kind of I looked up and at first I saw something dark and I thought it was just probably a black bear because they're quite common in the area and that's what I, that's what I thought it was at first, and the way it was moving. But then, when it stood up, you could see just the way it stood. It's it was too thin, too lanky, too uh, malnourished to be a bear for the late summer, early fall. It, there's just no way it was that. It it kind of like it sank into me, like right in those last the last couple seconds of, that's not normal. I don't know what that is. But that is not normal.
1: Yeah. And when it got up on its, its two hind legs, I mean, that's probably shocking enough as it is, but could, and I, I know it's been a few years, but could could you describe how it moved, like the movement of it? Like, it, was it, did it seem very natural or did it seem like it kind of contorted its body, so to speak?
0: It, it, I would describe it as, a, well, you, you see, if you see, look at a deer's leg, it kind of looked like it stood up on a, like, um, like on a pair of those rear legs like that. So it didn't look Mm. right. Looking at it, it looked painful the way it moved. Like it shouldn't have been able to stretch like that. Like its legs were too long for the body. Like the torso was almost too short.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it really didn't look very natural at all. Like it's something that shouldn't be real type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to explain. Yeah, I understand though. I really do.
0: I almost thought at first that it was a bear with mange, but there is just, there was no way the way it stood up and the way it, it moved, it just, there's no way. I, I've i thought about all the different possibilities of what else it could be, and I just, I I keep telling myself I want to put it up to that, but I know down, like in my gut, like that's not what that is.
1: Yeah, it really sounds like your, your your brain is really trying to make sense of what it is, you know, because monsters aren't supposed to exist, but they're definitely out there. Um, now, oh yeah. Before I, I cut you off, you you'd mentioned that something had happened a few years after that. Would you mind?
0: Yeah. Um. Just uh, uh, not quite two years ago. Um, visiting some of the beaches, and as we were leaving, there was something standing on the edge of the woods, and. I I think it was the same thing, because it looked so much like that. It was up on its back legs. It was holding this arm. I don't know if it was an arm, but it was holding up to a tree with one of its forelimbs. And I don't know if it was the exact same one, or the same species, or what else because it was it was several hours away from where it was but this was also several years later so it had been at least six years since i had seen it i kind of put it out of my mind and i saw it and since then i've been thinking about it more that's the reason i posted my story and we contacted each other
1: yeah yeah I, i i don't hear too many accounts of of dogmen and i'm fairly certain that's that's what you saw because you know typical Wolves and coyotes and, and things like that don't hop up on their back legs and walk. Uh, not, unless, not unless there's something seriously, seriously wrong with their, their, you know their physiology or something like that. So yeah, I, they're, I really they're just to structurally
0: about. not meant to move like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So was there any ever was there ever any talk of any other types of creatures in in your area? I don't mean specifically to where you are, but I mean in general. Like, has there been I... bigfoot sightings or, or you know anything else like that?
0: I had talked to my father about um, if there had been any possible sightings of any other creatures that they didn't quite recognize as the, a natural species. And um, he he didn't seem to know of any. He, he kind of became very quiet, so he may have been just holding off and not wanting to give in to the idea. But um, as far as I can tell, there wasn't... There's been no stories from any other hunters. Um, there was a story I did find online of an interview, a reported sighting of I believe it was, I believe it was a dog man that the the person had claimed to have spotted as he was driving down the road. But uh, I've I've heard of like people claiming that the man was drunk when he was driving, and there is other things going on. So I have no idea. How accurate that claim is, but it was from several several years back now.
1: Yeah. Did you ever believe in in anything like that before this incident happened? Like, did you ever think of Sas- give sex, Sasquatch or Dogman or anything like that? Any kind of you know second thought, so to speak, and, and you know put any relevance in it until afterwards, or was did you kind of hear about the stories beforehand, or, or how did that work?
0: I um I was always the type of kid that I always believed that. There's things we don't know about in this world. But I was also skeptical. I've always been that way. I don't believe things until I see it. So that's part of the reason I'm sitting here and I'm trying to make sense of it. Yeah. But um yeah. I um I don't necessarily I never really believed in the creatures themselves, but the more the possibility of them being out there, um and as I've gotten older and I've spotted this creature in particular i've i've come to kind of accept the fact that they are out there
1: yeah yeah kind of seeing is believing type of thing how is how, how are you doing with it now i know as a you know a young adult and you know how has it affected your belief system now and i mean i know you you're you're more open to to believing these things are out there but are you a little more cautious when you you walk you know to the through the woods or to any kind of campgrounds or to your friend's cottage mm. or anything like that? Has it changed your, your behaviors in any way?
0: Um, well, I now live, uh, just on the edge of the city. So it's, there's not very many, very much wildlife around aside from you know, the occasional city deer or the raccoons that you catch every now and then getting in the trash. Mm. But, uh, when I'm out, I am a lot more cautious. I won't, go anywhere at night unless I have somebody on the phone or I have a drive and then I make sure those doors are locked. Uh, Every night I religiously go around making sure any access to the doors is cut off, locked, sealed. Um, I used to be Baptist and I don't want to get into religion and all that, but I've come to accept the abilities of some potential witchcraft being able to protect me. So some crystals make it easier to kind of put up a a protection seal around myself. Or some stones ward off evil spirits before they can actually get to you and harm you.
1: Yeah, that's actually you're not the first I've I've heard of that. So yeah, I I get that quite often, if you believe it or not. But yeah, it, a lot of people tend to um, become somewhat spiritual and, and lean that way towards after after they see or, or after they have their encounters. So you're not alone on that. So so don't please please don't think that you are. Um, I want to ask you one final question before I let you go, Marina. But I, and it's kind of a difficult one to answer. But if you could just do your best, but what do you think that dog man came from, and and where do what do you think it is?
0: What do I, what do I think it is? I think I think that it's some sort of some sort of spirit, more mischievous than anything else. I don't think it has the intent to harm. I think it's just off in its own world, and it's just like any other wild animal you spot. You see it, you try not to get in its way. It's you just stay out of its way; it stays out of yours. That's the view I have on most spirits in this world. I um I'm not really sure where it originates from. I would like to believe that it would have to do with the native americans having originated on our lands and when we came over from europe we well i'm sure everybody knows how that all went yeah but um i definitely believe it has something to do with their beliefs and their magics that they practice
1: yeah like they they were here before the european settlers came to north america is kind of what you're saying yeah yeah
0: Okay. yeah so like you, you i'm sure pro- all your listeners and i'm sure you know the skinwalkers and wendigos
1: oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah
0: i'm sure it's very popular on your podcast but uh i believe it's something along those lines
1: yeah and you know what you're not wrong you know i, I don't just because of the fact that people do, no one really knows where they came from so you know, everybody's guess is just as good as everyone else's. So, yeah, it's definitely a possibility. So, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. So, well, Marina, I want to say thank you so much for, for coming on the show today. I really do appreciate you taking the time. You know, when I, I seen your post, I, I really wanted to reach out to you and get you on the show. Because not too often I get, get reports like this. So, I really want to say thank you so much.
0: Of course. I'm happy to talk about it and share my my experiences i mean a lot of people experience these things and they just deny it and continue on with life and i think it's something we really need to acknowledge as human species
1: i completely agree i really do and that's the kind of the goal of my podcast is to try to normalize this sort of stuff so i agree with you 100 percent.
0: well thank you for contacting me and asking me to share
1: oh thank you the pleasure really was all mine and for the listeners tune in tuesday for a regular show thank you guys for tuning in i'll see you guys on tuesday bye